You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the news talk giant of North Alabama. Phil Williams here. I'm the host of Right Side Radio, and that's where we are right now. And like the man just said, we are solid, conservative, and just plain right. We are in the last hour of the third day of the second week. Copper, it is flying by. It is at that. It is at that. And, you know, I just I, I just had another cup of coffee. No telling what's going to happen with the caffeine in the next hour. But uh, right now we're going to go ahead and go to a guest who's in the studio with us. Uh, uh, Dale Strong is the chairman of the Madison County Commission. Uh, began his third consecutive term recently as chairman of the Madison County Commission. I say recently in November 2020. Uh, he's a Republican. Uh, he uh, got his uh, high school degree at Sparkman High School, a, a BS in business administration from Athens State. He's also an emergency medical technician. Uh, he has spent time as a chairman of the Metropolitan Planning Organization, among other activities in the area, and 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 just and literally is is now running for Congress. As one more thing to add to that resume, but I also find it interesting when I look at these resumes and I see the things they do in their off time, and and I take note of the fact that he's a volunteer firefighter which means that uh, he cares about what happens in the community, not just as a county commissioner, but just in general. So, uh, Dale Strong, Mr. Chairman, thank you for being on the show. Hey, it's great to be with you, Phil. Well, we, we appreciate you being here today. And uh, so I always lead off with this. I've asked your opposition this, too, and other members running for U.S. Senate. So you want to go to D.C. Are you sure you really want to do that? Well, I think that somebody's got to step up to the plate uh, while the future is so bright here in North Alabama and our economy is thriving. Uh, there's some major issues in D.C. And I'm going to give the people of the 5th Congressional District an option when they go to the ballot. I think I've got a proven uh, conservative leadership record. We've watched as we've uh, grown our economy here, uh, some 25,000 new jobs to our region. Um, I walked into a tough situation nine years ago as chairman of the Madison County Commission uh, where we were in financial ruin. I'm the first Republican chairman ever elected to the Madison County Commission. And then not only did we elect and put together a group on the ballot, we brought uh, a majority to the Madison County Commission, and we showed what conservative leadership can do. You look nine years later, 25,000 new jobs. We've paid off the debt. And just last week, Standards and Poor's awarded Madison County a AA-plus bond rating. That's what conservative leadership can do. And I think a little common sense in D.C. is going to go a long way. Well, I appreciate you saying that, and common sense is certainly lacking at times. Uh, in fact, I just had Secretary of State John Merrill on a moment ago talking about election laws, and 99% of what we have to pass as election laws in this, this, this nation are really just common sense being codified. But all that to say, uh, Mr. Chairman, so you are the chairman of the Madison County Commission. It has been a successful tenure. Uh, Madison County is growing like, like weeds, and Huntsville is poised to be potentially the largest city in the state in the next 10 years. Uh, all that to say, uh, do you do you really feel like you would be the most effective to go to D.C. as opposed to staying where you are? I mean, it's a fair question. You, you've got a lot done where you are. Is it just time for the next level, or or do you really think that you can do more there than you could here? 
well i've always put my family first and of course uh, my children are getting older now i always said i would never um you know do something at that level while my children were still um young and so i don't have that excuse any longer i've got a daughter that's a sophomore in college i've got a son that's a senior in high school and the big thing is is when you look and and even when you talk to the folks i was with steve scalise just a couple of weeks ago and right now the conservatives are being drugged behind the bus uh i think that this background where i grew up in a life of uh, you know of serving others and that's what we proved you know i worked as a pharmaceutical sales rep but then i said i want to do something for our community and that's exactly what we've done i've been a part of growing this republican party this conservative movement uh, i'm not a johnny come lately I, I made that decision early on and we've seen what conservative less taxes uh, can do for a community that's exactly what we're a part of and um We've told the rest of the world that we're available to do business. You look at Redstone Arsenal uh, and what we do there, Cummings Research Park, um, but then also diversifying our economy through advanced manufacturing, uh, Toyota Motor Manufacturing, Mazda Toyota. Uh, you just go down the list. That's exactly what we told the people we would do uh, when I ran for chairman, and we're going to do the same thing when we run for con- while we're running for Congress. Well, listen, so I look at your resume, and uh, at one point, I think, uh, and you're not young now. I mean, you're only a few years younger than me, uh, and I don't feel young by any stretch. But the reality is, uh, at one point, you were, I think, one of the youngest elected officials in the state of Alabama. Is that correct? That's correct. I I was 26 years old when I was elected a district commissioner representing Western Madison County. I think 84,000 people in that district. Uh, But again, that's the thing, new ideas. That's what Madison County needed. Uh, We had the same ideas, but again, we were controlled by the by the democrats uh, with a lack of a vision and so uh we made a great district and then i just said hey it's time to do something more and you couldn't do it you know it was uh we had three Republicans, Fadeyer, uh, Mo Brooks, and myself. We lost on a bunch of four to three votes. I kept a list of every one of those votes, and I said, look, at some point we're going to get in the majority. And uh, whenever we did, I started going through them one at a time, and that's how we made government at the local level better. We downsized or right-sized local government, paid off the debt, and that's what people want, recruited a bunch of great jobs for our community, made our road system better. We've got about $388 million of projects that are um, under construction in design or recently completed in Madison County. People like whenever you do what you say, and that's well, exactly what we're going to do I agree with that. I agree with that completely, and, and, and I, think, I think it's certainly fair to, to note all of those achievements because having uh, spent a lot of my growing up years in Huntsville myself and my family real involved in the community and all my family still surrounding in that area, um, I've seen it. I mean, I can, I can remember as a kid growing up, and I used to hunt arrowheads in the cotton fields in South Huntsville around Chaffee Elementary and down that area where I went to school, and, 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 and those are all neighborhoods now because of the growth in that area. But let's, let's step aside from the, uh, from the, uh, the, the sales pitch for, for running for Congress for a minute. So you're a volunteer firefighter, and, and, and tell me about that and the certifications you have to maintain to be able to do that. I mean, why do you, why do you choose to do that? Because that's, that's definitely the kind of thing where you, you have to have your, your pager or your cell phone by your side, and you, you have to leave in the dark of night sometimes. Why, why do you choose to do that? Well, Phil, those that know me know that uh, I started off as a 911 dispatcher as a senior in high school. My father started um, the Monrovia Volunteer Fire Department in 1965, so I grew up in a family of service doing for others, and that was something that caught my attention early. Uh, I loved uh, the atmosphere of volunteering, and you know, you didn't – 
when it started you didn't have a lot of uh, the the equipment that you have today but again it was still the effort to provide for your people i've been a volunteer firefighter for 38 years i've had my emergency medical technicians license for 32 years and of course most people know i work for hemsey i work for huntsville med flight uh, during that uh, time to pay my way through college and so i highly respect those uh, that that do it it's not a lucrative business uh, working for an ambulance service or working for med flight but i'll tell you this right here it is very rewarding and uh, giving back to others is something that's great well and i and i appreciate that because um you know it, it's, it's going to take folks who have a mind for their community that goes beyond just uh wanting to to go to dc and cast votes i mean i think i think that's that's a fair point and we should expect that of any elected official that they have more of a statesman's view of their community and, and, I, and I, I look at this and so i'm going to give you a chance to brag on yourself a minute uh you you actually received the medal of valor for actions uh, during the tornadoes on Airport Road in Huntsville in November of 89. Uh, and then you were super involved in the cleanup as a county commission when the tornadoes came through in 2011. So you, you've been there in the thick, not just when the single fire, you know, the, the, the structure fire occurs at two in the morning and you got to go do it. You've been there in the thick when we face some natural disasters, too. Absolutely. You look at 2011, <clears throat> 350 homes were totally destroyed, practically in my backyard in the district that I represent. Uh, thousands had major damage. Nine of my neighbors lost their life. The big thing we did, uh, if there's you think of uh, metals. I saw firsthand in our darkest hours, we were our best, but it was people coming together to do that. It wasn't any one individual or anything of that nature. What we did is just said, hey, what do we need to do to get our people, get their feet uh, back under them? And it worked out. We removed over 500,000 cubic yards of debris in record timing. Uh, But again, we got our economy back going. We lifted up those. We were feeding more than 5,000 people at uh, four different locations, four or five different locations off of barbecue grills. Some of our neighbors didn't have power for more than uh, 10 days. So those were things that we had to work through. But again, all of North Alabama was experiencing the same thing. It didn't matter whether it was in Lawrence, uh, Lauderdale, Morgan, Limestone, Madison. Uh, that tornado was on the ground for over 100 miles. And then you look at, we got hit twice, early that morning, then that afternoon. And, uh, you know, it's not about if we're going to get hit again. It's uh, we will at some point. Uh, We just got to be more prepared. And you look at tornado warning sirens, you look at social media, you look at weather stations. That's what we've got to do is just be sure that people are aware it's going to happen. But I wouldn't swap where we live for nothing. North Alabama is definitely a great place to live. Well, I totally agree. Listen, uh, Mr. Chairman, we are, we are up against a soft break. I'd like you to stay with us through the break. We'll come back and finish up this half-hour segment with you. So just, just hang on with us for a minute. We're going to come back and hear more about your, uh, your run for Congress. This is Dale Strong. He's the chairman of the Madison County Commission. He's a congressional candidate right now to replace Mo Brooks, who's running for the U.S. Senate. And, and, and you heard some of his story. We'll come back. We'll talk about what he might do or, or try to do while he's up in D.C. should he win the election. Hey, this is Phil Williams. I'm the host of Right Side Radio here on WVNN, 2 to 5 every day, Monday through Friday. We're going to be giving you the facts of the day, and we're solid, conservative, and just plain right. So you hang on with us through the break. We're going to come back and finish this up, open up the phone lines in the last half hour and have a good time. But listen, for right now, stay with us. we got more to come.
770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Copper, that was Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots, was it not? That's my. That's, that's one of my favorite bumps. You I tell me, because <laughs> I don't listen to all these. Well, you, okay. All right. So, so for the benefit of Copper and her generation, that was a Stone Temple Pilots doing Interstate Love Song. That song fires me up every time you play it. It like starts off smooth and mellow, and then it just hits. Uh, anyway, good stuff. Uh, we have a good time doing this show. Hey, listen, folks, we got some great sponsors for this show, too. I am, I am not lying. Th- this show has literally some of the best sponsors in the state, and I'm proud of it. And, and a lot of them I know personally. It's, 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 I'm proud to have some of these folks on here, and not the least of which is ZLA Solutions. If you're looking for a job, if, you, if you're looking for work right now, and a lot of people are, go to ZLAUSA.com. All over North Alabama, they've got jobs posted that they're filling for employers, by the way, if you're looking for people. They can help you fill out the ranks of your workforce. Because right now, we are getting Alabama back to work, and we are one of those states that said, you know what? We're a working state. We, we, we believe in the, in the worth of a work. And, and so ZLAUSA.com is where you can go to find out how best ZLA Solutions can help you. They like to say, ZLA, we don't make it. We make it better. And ZLAUSA.com is where you find out. Hey, listen, folks, we're going to go back to a discussion now with um, – Chairman of the Madison County Commission, Dale Strong, who is running for uh, the U.S. Congress to fill the seat being vacated by uh, our current Congressman, Mo Brooks. Uh, Dale, so uh, uh, you are literally uh, looking at going to D.C. Now, there's, there's a couple things I want to ask you, and I may put you on the spot a little bit here, but maybe not based upon the things you've already said. So right now, massive infrastructure spending being proposed uh, for um, uh, the federal government to put into the states. Now, I know on your resume, you were big on the fact that you worked with ALDOT and did ATRIP road projects, but there's also the current push to continually print money in D.C. If you are faced with the opportunity to raise taxes in order to provide more infrastructure, what, what is your response to that if, as a future congressman? I don't even think that's uh, even to be considered. I mean, they're sitting here talking um, $3 trillion, which is not even acceptable. And I think if people look into that bill, they're going to find out that much of that has nothing to do with transportation and in- infrastructure. There's other ways to do it. I think that uh, this right here is just another way that the uh, socialists and the Democrats can suck people in by giving them goodies. Uh, the big thing we've got to do is evaluate that bill, but there's no way that we need to add three trillion dollars to the debt not only of our generation but for future generations pay as you go is the best way to do it well i agree and pay as you go is certainly the best way and uh, it would be also nice to see them actually pass a budget as opposed to a continuing resolution but uh so uh, mr chairman you you looking at being a member of congress and right now you have been representing a strong military community with redstone arsenal where my grandfather used to be the post commander when i was young and, and so, all said and done, Redstone Arsenal, the surrounding uh, Department of Defense uh, uh, contractors, uh, the community relies upon that, but yet we're seeing runaway spending in, in D.C. Uh, how do you reconcile your own considerations on fiscal conservatism with the fact that defense spending is so important to what would be your district? 
Well, if you don't have national defense, you don't have a country is the way that I look at it. You can look at the border right now, the southern border. Uh, they're coming over left and right. Uh, these illegals think that they ought to uh, be able to get benefits from the government. And think about this. It's not the government. It's the people's money. That's where people are forgetting about this. It's not the government's money. It's the people's money. So uh, that's the thing is we've got to do some laws where we can deport without having to hold them forever. I think that would save us money. Then we could invest uh, more in our military. We can avert most wars by being prepared. Everybody understands what Redstone Arsenal means to our community. It's not just Madison County. There's uh, people come from 17 different counties in North Alabama and Southern Tennessee, uh, and we're doing what we need to do for the U.S. warfighter. But you do have to have constraints, but I don't believe national security is where we should have the constraints. It should be with some of these programs that have been set up that don't work for the people of this country. Well, and, 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 I, and I appreciate that very much. And you touched on something that, uh, that I think is so huge and in the minds of a lot of people right now, and that's the fact that our southern border is so porous at this particular point. Now, it's not enough to say, I'm going to help Trump build the wall. President Trump's not there anymore. You're going to be fighting a polarized Congress uh, and, and the current Democrat, barely a majority, but the current Democrat majority has no appetite whatsoever for border security uh, and, 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 I, and I'll be honest with you, we, we have, a, we have a, a catchphrase on this show that we're solid conservative and just plain right. That's our catchphrase. But then we also talk about our listeners, and, and, and a lot of them want to be what we call right-side ruffians. And so we, we, we need folks who are going to take the fight to where the fight is. And I'm wondering, how are you going to face down the constant opposition from a slim majority that does not want a border wall if you go to D.C.? Well, I think that's the issue that's going to be in hand in this uh, 2022 election. Uh, when I spoke to Steve Scalise in recent weeks, that's one thing he said, what are your thoughts? And I said, we don't need six or seven more to take over uh, the United States Congress. We need 20 or 30 because we got a bunch of weak-kneed Republicans that are uh, up there right now that are not willing to make the hard decisions, that didn't support uh, many of the things that were coming out from the conservative party. So I think it's going to be bigger than just taking over uh, Congress. We've got to have a mission. You remember the contract with America. I think that was great. We've been talking about that. What is um, are the conservatives going to do uh, so the people understand the difference in what we're doing? We've got many people that are saying that they're Republicans. They don't even know what it means. The big thing is people are tired of what's going on right now in D.C., and I think that this conservative movement is fixing to uh, – It's going. people are sick of it. And so I think it's really fixed to go to a new level. Well, and I, and I appreciate that. We had a segment uh, on last week's, uh, one of last week's episodes of Right Side Radio, and we, when I, I broke it down on the fact that, uh, uh, that literally being a Republican and being a conservative are two different things. You can, you can be a Republican and not be the least bit conservative, and we have some. And I won't call them rhinos. They're actual Republicans. They just don't stand for conservatism. And, and so um, all that to say, uh, Mr. Strong, uh, if you make it to D.C., uh, and we wish you the best in your campaign. Uh, I hope that you will uh, carry this uh, this stump speech forward and, and, and put all these things into action. Phil, it's been great to be with you again and again. When people say they're conservatives, they're Republicans, there should be fruit there. I've spent my life growing this uh, this party, bringing more Republicans to it, helping uh, raise money for other candidates. I think that, that right, that's the thing. Welcome the folks to the party. The big thing is we've got to change the direction we're going, and um, I think that this revolution is uh, fixed to go a new direction. People are sick of what these liberals and socialists are doing to us. The big thing that we've got to do is understand what it means to be an American and never apologize for it. 
All right, folks, I appreciate you being on. Uh, that was Madison County Commission Chairman Dale Strong, who's currently running for Congress. Uh, he's, he's got uh, uh, all the right points uh, being said, and he's certainly a strong candidate. Folks, uh, give your attention to this race. Whoever wins it has got to try and make a difference for this district. Listen, I'm Phil Williams. It's Right Side Radio on 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. we got a half hour left. We'll be right back. Oh,